we are smug up here. We like to think north of the 49th parallel. Yeah, we're not we're not too influenced by you Americans down there. But the reality is what happens south of the border usually uh, happens here. Just a little bit of lag time. It's the good. It's the bad that I'm talking about. And this story caught my eye and a lot of people's uh, interest after a legal provision requiring automakers to include anti-impaired driving technology in all new cars starting in 2026 was signed into law by Joe Biden. And these are part of a package of road safety enhancements that also include a requirement that that all new passenger motor vehicles in the U.S. be equipped with advanced crash avoidance technology. We are leaning heavy into technology. Why? Because it's proven to keep us safer. According to the CBC, the industry is exploring which technologies to use, and once the U.S. Department of Transportation has examined the options, they will choose the preferred tech, and automakers will be given time to comply with the new requirements. But they're hoping for uh, it to be mandated into cars by 2026. So new cars rolling off the, the line will have this enhanced uh, safety requirement. Sam Abu-Samad is a principal analyst at Guidehouse Insights, and he knows a thing or two not only about EVs but about this technology. And so I'm so happy that he agreed to join us on the show and walk us through it. Thanks, Sam. Uh, Good to be back with you again, Kelly. Really appreciate your time, as always. You know, you wrote a few uh, articles on this new tech and safety uh, options that will be standard on cars in the U.S. by 2026. In Canada, anyone convicted of uh, drunk driving can be forced to have a breath alcohol ignition interlock interlock device fitted to their car. Is that what we're talking about here? That is one of the possible options. Um, the the types that have been used for now up till this point um, for people convicted of uh, impaired driving um, are quite expensive. Uh, they require regular calibration and probably wouldn't be very practical to deploy uh, onto all new vehicles. Uh, so they're looking at other solutions. Some of those involve some sort of uh, breath measurement device. Um, and the, the challenge with those uh, is they, they can be fooled. Uh, they're not necessarily as precise as you want them to be. Um, and, uh, uh, it, you know, it's possible, for example, uh, you know, for a passenger to lean in and, and breathe on it, you know, to allow it to, uh, uh, to start the vehicle. Um, there are other potential solutions, which is what I wrote about, most of which involve some sort of driver monitor system. And those have the advantage of, being able to uh, help in more situations than just a drunk driver. Uh, you know, the, any type of breath system is not necessarily going to help, for example, if somebody is impaired because they've been smoking marijuana um, or uh, if they're drowsy, uh, you know, which can be just as dangerous as driving drunk. Uh, so uh, something like a, um, an infrared uh, camera that looks at the driver, and these are already in production today on a number of vehicles from General Motors, from Ford, BMW, they're used as part of driver assistance systems to make sure the driver is watching the road when using hands-free systems like Super Cruise. And those can detect uh, where your eyes are looking, what your head position is, and, and more advanced systems now are detecting if, the, uh, you know, if you're getting drowsy um, you know, or just impaired uh, in other ways, or if you've become uh, physically incapacitated, if you, if you had a heart attack or a stroke mm-hmm. while you're driving. Medical emergency. And so what, what happens in that case? 
So um, then, you know, once once the problem has been detected, then what would most likely happen, uh, the, the way it would most likely be implemented is that uh, the vehicle, if, the, if the, dri- the driver would be alerted, if they don't respond fairly quickly, then the vehicle will start to slow itself down and um, turn on the hazard lights and come to a complete stop if the driver doesn't respond. And if they remain non-responsive, then it can also call for emergency assistance. Fascinating. I understand you you drove a Cadillac CT6 with the Super Cruise back in 2017. Can you tell us about how you tested the technology? Did you kind of uh, pretend you were having a medical emergency, start to like bob your head to the side a little bit to see how the car responded? Yeah, or uh, in fact, I actually have another Cadillac, a CT5 in my driveway right now that I've been testing uh, with a, a newer version of that system. And you know, you can do things like just look away from the road, look over at the center screen or look over at the passenger seat for about three or four seconds uh, and the system will start to alert you uh, or just put your hand over your eyes <laughs> because what it's doing is it's looking for your eyes, your uh, where your eyes are looking. So it's looking for your pupils uh, and also your head position. And if you do, if all you do is just cover your cover your eyes so that it can't see your pupils, uh, it will start to alert you within a couple of seconds. And uh, and then if you don't respond, uh, it will start to slow the vehicle down and bring it to a stop. How does it work at night? Uh, because it's an infrared camera, it can see in the dark. Uh, so you, what you don't want is like a, a visible light camera mm-hmm. um, because that that would have trouble in the dark. But an infrared camera can see your eyes in the dark. Uh, and it can also see through polarized sunglasses, for example, uh, which a, a regular visible light camera would not. Uh, and then um, the other thing you can do with an infrared camera is, for example, it can even detect uh, changes in the temperature in your face. And I've, I've got a demonstration recently from Harman in one of their test vehicles. They were using it to detect heartbeat uh, in the driver. Um, and so you can detect changes in pulse. Uh, so if, if something mm. is happening that might be causing the driver to get agitated, uh, it can detect that and and do some responses to that. Wow. Can you imagine everybody listening right now driving on the 400 series highway? Your cars would all be stopping. Whistles would be going yeah. off, bells and whistles, because everybody is agitated in traffic. Can we talk about this? They're, they're also entertaining the idea of a skin-based uh, test. What would that entail? Yeah, so that would uh, be looking again. It would, it, that would be more of a direct um, test just for alcohol, um, looking, trying to detect the blood alcohol level. And again, that can work, uh, but it's it's lim- because it's only looking for alcohol. It's it's more limited in the scope of what it can do. Whereas a camera-based system, like an infrared camera system, uh, can do all these other things as well that I described. Any other um, tech that you've used that you think could fit the bill for what uh, Biden has signed into law? Those are the main ones right now, but uh, we will probably see others come in to uh, uh, come out uh, between now and 2026. I won't, I don't want to sully this with the price taggery, but Sam, how much are these uh, gadgets that are going to have to be standard on American cars going to cost? Um, when we start to do them across the board on all vehicles, uh, they can probably get the price down below $100. All right. Well, actually, that's uh, that's doable. That's affordable for most people. Speaking of getting the price down, I want to touch on this before uh, I let you go. Tesla has slashed Canadian prices. This is, an, a, they say, in a bid to boost sales. Um, they're offering, like, deep discounts on some of their uh, models 
uh, 9% drop, a 17% drop on their Model Y long range. Uh, what's your read on what's going on at Tesla right now beyond the fact that Elon Musk is hemorrhaging money? It, has he realized that he needs to get more bodies in that car if he wants to dominate? Uh, yeah, I mean, they've got uh, a number of issues. One, they're starting to see some demand issues because of the things that Elon himself has done, as well as a lot more competition in the EV market from other manufacturers. And then uh, in addition to that, um, you know, the vehicles are just becoming uh, less affordable um, with interest rates uh, on the rise over the past year. It's harder and harder for people to afford to finance vehicles. So you've got a number of factors that are coming into play there. All right. I want to ask you uh, what this term means. And I have no idea because I'm not a a car girl, really. But uh, they say higher trims. What is that? Is that more uh, bells and whistles on a car? Yeah, basically. Uh, So typically, you know, most cars will have multiple trim levels. Uh, You have your base model, you have a mid-level model and the more premium model that just have more equipment, more options that are that are bundled in there. All right. Well, Sam, thank you so much for walking us through not only uh, why Tesla is slashing their prices, but also this new technology. I think it's interesting stuff. And if it happens in the States, odds are very high that they would follow suit here at home. I, I hope so. Have a great day, Sam. Sam Abu-Samid is a principal analyst at Guidehouse Insights, and he's our guy to go to when we're talking EVs or tech in cars. 